All right, previously we were talking about whether we would watch or stream, and we left off on the movie for Snyder's Cut. I personally do not know what that is, so maybe you can please describe to me what Snyder Cut is. All right, Snyder Cut is the director's edit of Justice League. But on top of that, he got to reshoot a bunch of things and rewrite the script to his true vision. So the studio is not really interfering this time. Oh, so you're telling me Snyder's Cut is the Justice League movie, but on his own vision. Okay. I would kind of want to, like, I heard that that one would be six hours long, right? Uh, last I heard it was four hours. Oh, four hours? Yeah. That's an hour more than Avengers Endgame, and, like, Marvel is more popular than DC, so this one I would most likely stream. I would too, because I'm more of a Marvel person myself, but... Considering the hype and the rewrites, I heard Black Suit Superman's going to be in it. So most likely a little villainous turn for him. Also the Joker. I know he was trash and uh, it's going to be Jared Leto's Joker. He was trash in Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. Um, The thing is, though, what, the reason why I would prefer watching Marvel, though, is because they had more movies to back them up on it, basically. Yeah, it's more like of an intertwined of a story. Yeah, they had more of a build-up than the DC one. So, I kind of wouldn't want to, like, invest my time in it unless they had, like, a good build-up as well. I do too, but I'm interested to see if it's worth the payoff. I'm just willing to take that risk. That's true. Mm. Because it's, it's like, um, it's like going in... It's like deciding whether to watch it then and there or wait till you can stream it and have people like spoil it for you if they've already seen it. It's a big problem like with the pros and cons. There's really, it's like, should I go in and watch it or should I wait to stream it? Or, and like possibly like reveal a spoiler because there's always spoilers going on out there. It's a big issue. So, I don't know, that would just be my main problem, like, whether to watch something like that or not, especially if it's four hours long. Well, Are you trying to outdo Marvel? The thing right there is, um, I'm not saying they compare, but Zack Snyder would be the closest thing to have to a Kevin Feige, being that, um, his basis for the whole DCEU was to start off from Man of Steel. And then from Man of Steel, they took it to Batman v Superman, introduced Batman. But if you remember in that movie, they also introduced Wonder Woman, The Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg in those uh, emails. You remember the email scene? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then from there, they were, they were going to take it to Justice League. But Zack, Knight, uh, Zack Snyder had to step down because of a family. There was a death in the family, so he had to step down for a while. Oh. Yeah, it was very tragic. Joss Whedon, the guy who made the first Avengers movie, stepped in, and it was a mess. Like, it was just a mix of both of their styles, and it's completely different. Dang, that's kind of tough. Yeah, but he had a vision. Like, 
that's what's keeping me on board. Like most people don't know that when Zack Snyder has like when he's in his element, he's made great movies like Three Hundred, uh, Watchmen. Not a lot of people like Watchmen, but I think it's oh, a good dude, movie. I love Watchmen. Watchmen yeah. was so good. Yeah. That's why I'm more on board with it. Like I'm pretty sure, like him having like not only the freedom to make it four hours long, but the way he wants it. I'm interested to see like what direction he's going to take it in. Yeah, I want to see how he managed that, and I want to see like what he did. And speaking of Watchmen, though, I love how like it had so many ethical problems in it, dude. Like when. It's to save a life, you have to kill a life, basically, how they break. Like, oh my god. Yeah, to this day, I don't know how to feel about the ending. Yeah, same. It was just like, the way they framed him, and then the way, it makes you feel like, it makes you question everything. You know what that reminds me? Um, What was I going to tell you? Okay, so, my cousin was like asking me for advice on something. Because he's, um, mm. he's a STEM major. Yeah. Math specifically. And he knows a guy that was offering him cash to take a whole statistics class for him. Because they were talking and he brought up the fact that he had finished Calc 3 and it was really easy for him. He's like, oh, like, what do you think of stats? And he's like, yeah, it was pretty, like, it was an easy A. And that's when he offered him, like, yo, um, if you're willing to take the, st- the stats class for me, I can pay you. Just name your price. Now, what would you do in that situation? All right. So first off, I would take into consideration what this other dude's major is, because depending on which mate, like what you're trying to major in, statistics is a like say that you're like um, a math major or something, right? You would need to at least know statistics, because it falls into the line of research and stuff. Same thing with psychology. You would need to know statistics if you're like planning on like studying something. Same with sociology as well. Statistics is useful there. Like it depends on what major this guy is, right? Well, the thing is, if he's a math major and he's gonna pay someone to do his math class, I'm pretty sure sooner or later he's gonna drop out or at least change his major. If he is a math major asking to pay someone, I would just say don't take the money at all. Let the dude deal with it himself because he chose that major for a reason. He should at least try to move up in it. And if he's not able to, let him take that out and move on to a different major that he would actually enjoy. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been trying to tell you. Like, I'm pretty sure he would have figured out on his own, like, oh, if math's not my thing, then I should change my major. Yes. So if that's not if the thing, it depends really on what major this guy is doing. That's all. Not really. Um, most likely it's not going to be math. If it was a science major, I think like a STEM. What you're trying to say is, then it would be a problem going forward because he needs to understand the subject. Yeah. But. Uh, most likely, it's a humanities or arts bachelor of arts degree. And in that case, that's the thing. There was a lot of moving parts when I was dealing with it. 
because okay. there's always the blackmail in the future like oh you did my one class and then they tend to blackmail this person you know yeah uh well the thing is i would have to say how much did your cousin say he would charge like hypothetically how much did your cousin say he would charge that's the thing he asked me to come up with a number but I genuinely this is what okay this is what I, let me explain to you you got to take into consideration how much the class would cost and I thought like how much it costs would translate to the time it's worth so without FAFSA this class would be 400 bucks because it's a community college yeah, you so, just pay for 400 bucks and then you take the rest of the semester, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming that. He told me the guy was kind of rich because he drives a, a Corvette. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he must have some money. And 400 might not seem a lot to him, but it's still, like, a good amount of cash. So, hypothetically, if I were to take that deal, I would tell him to pay me, do a down payment of 400 and then pay me a hundred for my time for I take in this class each day. Like every like day. Days he, yeah, no, not every day, not every day. Um, the days that the class would be basically, it's like a job. You go in for the job, you get paid for that job, right? So that's the. So, I would start, say hypothetically, I would do a down payment of four hundred, and. I would have him pay me like uh, maybe a hundred if he is rich then for each time I attend the class for him. But at the same time, I don't think this guy's a chump and he's just gonna like pay a hundred bucks per day. Is the class per day? Well, it's online. We never got that far, but let's assume it is online. And yeah. I remember my stats class was Monday, Wednesday. So let's just say, right. for this example, two days. Right. I don't, like, that's one thing I can't wrap my head around. I don't think anyone would agree, especially, like, in our area. $200 a week. Uh, $200 a week. I was thinking, like, he would most likely do a lump sum payment up front. Like, I don't know. Well, like I'm saying, $400 for the down payment, and if this guy is rich, I would at least say, like, $200 a week then, or maybe just lower it down to probably, like, 80 bucks, at least that for the lowest. But then again... Do you genuinely think this guy would pay him 180 bucks a week to take the class? No, not really. And then, well, this was just a hypothetical thing. If I were to say yes, go take the money. But my morals is kind of like jumping at this and saying, no, don't do it at all. It's not worth it. Because if you both get caught, then like you guys can both, you would ruin your chance at a career or like going forward in school, basically, just because this one guy fucked you over, you know? Um... See, that's what I was telling him. Because when we were getting all confused about the numbers, we we're trying to figure out what's the right amount of money that like this would be worth for. Because mm -hmm. one thing he did tell me, he didn't tell me about the dates of the class, but he told me um, there was no due dates for the assignments. 
Oh. Yeah, and it's all the way until the end of the semester, so he'd have as much time as he wants to do these assignments. But then it started to get tricky on the finals because some teachers make you take them on Zoom, and that'd be very tricky. Yeah. But we eventually came down to this point, um, and it was during the money phase. I told, like, whenever he throw a number at me, like, uh, it came to mind, like, is this money worth your peace of mind in the future? Because this could come back to haunt you, probably bite you, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I would, I would say no, if I were in your cousin's shoes. He ended up because... dropping it, so, yeah. No, that's great. So, why did we move on to this ethical problem again? <laughs> uh, no, I just thought it was interesting. I want to see your point of view. Uh, well, we agree on this, then. I don't think it's worth, like, ruining any potential chance in the future for him. Especially, um... I, I guess it's called council culture. Like, people are... People can, like, dig up your past very easily. Oh my god, that's what that's what I hate about this year. Like, not just this year, but that's what I hate about, like, how we're moving on in the future. Like, everything's online, all of your history. Basically, everything you can ever know about a person will be online. And that's what's scary. What's scary to me is, um, data mining. Like, I mean, you know how, like, the business of social media works, right? Oh, yeah. Like, stealing all your data and all that? Yeah, that's that's why, like, all your information is just out there, out in the open. That's what's, like, terrifying. Yeah. Cut. Like, the moment you're... Alright, uh, so moving away from that subject now, let's talk about school, because it was it's crazy how this whole COVID thing happened. Like... I was just in class chilling because I can't, I prefer having, all right, so I prefer having in-class work and assignments and like learning in class because that helps me focus more. I can't do online. But when this COVID thing hit, it kind of screwed me over. I wasn't able to do all these things I wanted to do during my school time. And I wonder how... A lot of people were able to adapt. I wasn't. Were you able to adapt? Well, when it initially happened in March, I tried and I, I was keeping up for two weeks. But after that, I couldn't, especially when I couldn't meet with tutors. And um, I, I picked up more responsibilities at home. I had to drop them. And I had to try again next semester. Bruh, I feel that. So, like... It kind of sucks because all these classes that I needed to take were all hands-on. So I kind of dropped, you know, because I wasn't able to focus on these assignments or anything because I had no way to do them. Or, like, I didn't feel like I was learning anything. I also feel like having the physical classes, it helped maintain a solid schedule at least for me like when i should get up when i should head to school what i should do for work when i should go to work you know like having those schedules helped me out 
at least to like figure out how my game would go. Yeah, but it now was that everything's online, definitely an but... advantage to go in person. Yeah. Um... With everything online, though, it was kind of it was it was a lot tougher to figure out how to move my schedule, how I should do my assignment, where I should do my assignments. I also fucked up my sleep schedule too. Oh, pardon the cussing. I messed up my sleep schedule too. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, did you have a plan on when you were going to transfer? Yeah, I was going to try to transfer actually this year. Yeah, how's that going for you? Uh, well, I'm taking a long break from school for right now. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. Just until everything's cleared up. Like, there were so many things I kind of wanted to do. Like, oh. there was the clubs. There was the student government you could be part of. And I heard that the principal would even, like, the principal, headmaster, whatever you want to call it. I heard that he would, like, uh, meet up with you in the office, and then you can do chess games with him. And I would have loved to do that. The thing was, um, before COVID... I had planned to go to either New York or Boston. You planned that? Yeah, me and a couple of friends, uh, we had already gone to Six Flags and something like that. And we're like, yo, let's level it up. Let's go to the East Coast. Yeah, damn. That's far, dude. We were going to take, um, it was like an app, something with a rabbit on it. They give you last minute deals, like $70 round, round trip flights. Oh, is it called Fast Track or something? I don't remember, but we were going to do that, most likely to New York, but after everything started hitting, we dropped that, and we kept pushing it back to, like, maybe it'll be gone by summer, didn't happen, maybe in the fall, didn't happen, and we're just waiting until the pandemic is over. But besides that, yeah, like, a lot of stuff got sidetracked, like, I'm not in the place where I thought I would be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was supposed to apply in the fall to transfer, but with me missing out on the spring, a little behind. <laughs> you and me both, friends. You and me both. The one thing, though, is that I feel like it's, um, with this COVID thing, it probably shut down a lot of possibilities, but opened up a ton of new ones. I didn't think I would be doing a podcast this year. Did you? No, we kind of thought of it like in December, didn't we? Yeah, because we're like, since we got all these time on our hands, let's just hop on this and see where we go. And I, I always wanted to do something like this, either this or a YouTube channel, you know? Yeah. It's a start. It's a start. It, it at least helped pass the time with how things are going. And, um, I mean, now's a better time than any. Like, we're at home, got the extra time. Yeah. And at least we're able to at least communicate with one another because of all these amazing devices. <laughs> a lot of people don't know, but we're not in the same state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah, that that's very true. Yeah. We'll um, let them guess. I, if you guys can't tell, I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
He's a robot. That's why he sounds like that. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I was just an AI artificial intelligence that this farmer dude had to make. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Kansas, by the way. If anyone was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> That's how. <I'm> <laughs> So, you agree, though, that you feel like it would be better in person, right? Uh, the classes or the podcast? The classes. Yeah, I'm just... I need the extra help, and I like to ask questions. Plus, being there, just... I'm more attentive. Uh, sorry, I was about to sneeze. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> yeah. What about the moment? Do you think that you missed out and like making memories or moments that you would have enjoyed if COVID never happened? I do remember, cause like when I joined the student government, it was fun. Like the people there were really nice, and when I was getting along with all of them, that's where I met you. Right. Yeah, that was a fun time. And we already. I like, love- like, we plan to do a bunch of big things, too. Like, go to Disneyland and Six Flags. Yeah, and we also, like, we're planning out a bunch of um, events that would help bring awareness to different topics. And, like, would also help bring out um, people's... Like, help de- de-stress people in school and stuff because of finals and everything. Mm-hmm. We made so many plans just to have it all torn away. What about any of the clubs? Were you interested in any of the clubs to join? I remember me and uh, some classmates started the psychology club. Huge favorite. Uh, yeah. Huge favorite. Yeah, Dr. Phil were your god, was your god or something. <laughs> that was like a meme for a moment, but, you know. I remember, because we had been, we made it in two weeks. We found the professors. We got the... What's it called? The five members that are in charge? Yeah, the president, the vice president, the treasurer, the secretary. Yeah, the the cabinet. We're all organized. We made our meeting, the flyers and all that. No one showed up. It was awful. (laughs) Oh, I understand how you feel. I was part of this little Hollywood club. It was for a film club. Like, someone started it, and they asked me to, like, help out, become one of the cabinet members as well. I was like, yeah, I'm down. And when we tried to meet up, it's, everyone kind of, it just fell through. We kind of didn't work out, or we tried to work it out. It didn't really, the first time I joined, it it, it kind of fell through. But the second time I joined, we we found a way to work it out. Everyone was trying to become more interactive. We were all figuring things out a bit better. But since I had a busier schedule, I wasn't really able to do much in there. Everyone, well, from what I can tell, everyone was trying very hard, and you gotta love that. Especially when they wanted to do like a film showcase. Oh, that that would have been such a great time to show off our little films we would be making. But. Sadly, we can't progress into that anymore. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Was that the Sound and Sight Film Festival? Sound and... No, no, no. That one was something else. That was one that Miss Lawson had to pull strings. Ooh, should I have said her name? Uh, I'll stop recording.
All right. Um. So yeah, the professors that we had at the time, um, we wanted to do a film showcase, like at the school, but we weren't able to plan that through. And the festival that you're talking about was a completely different program. That our professor pulled strings to get us to volunteer for them, so we would get extra credit and we would be able to learn how to work behind the scenes. Yeah, I remember, uh, I remember that. Like, you were a chill guy then, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Now nah, you hated me, man. No, you ripped me off <laughs> when you got your Uber Eats. Don't even play that. I, it was DoorDash. And well, I did not rip whatever. You off. <laughs> I told you the price they paid me. Okay, you said the name of the restaurant. I'm a regular at that restaurant, and I the dish I ordered was spam. And I know how much yes, it costs exactly. DoorDash, DoorDash, they charge you extra. Man, but not not to that level. I was like, okay, we're going five times over. I, but I, I didn't want to embarrass you in front of everybody and be like, oh, this guy's trying to scam me. No, I showed you the bill. I was like, see, it charged me. Now nah, you photoshopped it. it. You photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> I photoshopped it in that shorter period of time. Yes. Because yes. wow, you, you didn't you didn't show it to me on the spot. You showed it to me days later when I called you out. I did not show it to you days later. <laughs> <laughs> this man is a psychopath and he will be arrested. <laughs> hey, who's knocking on the door? <laughs> Wait, now you bring up festivals, like uh, I remember someone asked me a couple of days ago, like where I would go if, like, once everything clears up, and I would want to go to the Cannes Film Festival in France. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Nah, the place. Nah. <laughs> to be honest. Nah. Why not? Okay, oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean to sound rude, mm. but for me, when this is all over. Since even though I am a filmmaker, I'm not much of a film guy myself. Like, I, I do like making videos and stuff, but it wasn't something, like, I was kind of, like, passionate about. So, like, I wouldn't want to use my first day out to go to a film festival. I would probably want to do something, like, more simple. More simple and less grand, you know? Like? Probably just take a stroll down the city. Oh, okay. I was about to say, like, travel within the States. But no, you're keeping it simple, simple. <laughs> I don't know. I, I take joy out of, out of small things in life. I don't really care. I don't really care much for elaborate stuff. Like, if it's elaborate, I'm all for it. It sounds like it'll be fun. I'll do it. But I like to look at the simple stuff in life and live in the moment and enjoy that type of stuff. Like stop and smell the roses type. Yeah. I I'm allergic to roses. You're kidding. I am kidding. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what about like what about in the future when you would want to travel like let's say Europe where would you want to visit in Europe to be honest I would probably want to join check out Egypt and stuff because don't get me wrong I do want to travel and stuff but I would still like to keep it simple 
Like if I get vacation, if I get if I work in a big industry, got vacation guy, I would probably want to go to like Egypt, Paris, you know, look around France, like find the smaller cities and find the smaller towns basically and the bigger places and just enjoy those. Like I want to see a countryside. I never got to. I never actually seen a countryside sort of. Kind of would want to enjoy that. Try to like breathe fresh air. Check out different cities. Check out small places. I would like to go to Japan too. Korea. I was gonna say that next. Like, like there's Europe and then there's the Asian countries. <laughs> Wait, but yeah, before we move on from to... Europe, top three, like top three countries in Europe you'd visit. First option. Dude, don't... Don't do geology with me, man. Or geography with me. Let me I'm just throw out... Greece. I'll throw out countries for you. Italy. Spain. Yes. France. Yes. Britain. Yes. But now order them. Like, put them in order. Okay, so... I would want to say France for last. Why? I don't know. That one, I'm a romantic guy. Like, that seems like a romantic thing. It doesn't... So, like, there's, wanna... like... What's the museum? The Louvre? Yes. Yes. Yeah, see, I, since I'm a romantic person, like, I'm a romantic at heart, basically, yeah. I kind of would want to say the most luxurious stuff for last. So I would have France be my last. I would have probably Britain be my third. I would have Italy be my first. Like, don't get me wrong. I know that place is, like, great. It's romantic as well. It has great sights and everything. Mm-hmm. That's why. But it feels like those great sights go by so fast. And that like, you can't really... You wouldn't be... I feel like I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself as much. So I feel like Italy would go first. Spain would have to be second then. And what did I say was third? Britain? Yeah, Britain, then it's France. Yeah. Wait, since Italy is your number one, the first thing that came to mind was, uh, I think they do let the tourists do the running with the bulls. Would you get in that? Yes, I would gladly die there. I don't think... I've seen pictures. All you get is, like, impaled. But you can can get past that. I'd be be willing to do it. (laughs) Dude, I don't think I would... Okay, so, like, I probably would try to join in, but I probably wouldn't be fast enough. So, I'd dive into, like, an alleyway or something. I was about to tell you, like, you don't have to stick through the whole thing. You could just look for your little fence, hop, you know? Yeah. Ugh, I'll go into a China, to- a, a China shop. You know what they say about bulls in a China shop? Oh, uh, just make the most of your situation. <laughs> <laughs> Run somebody else's day. I'll be like, hey, switch out with me. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, I don't know much about Italy, but I guess that's one thing. <laughs> All right. I didn't even know about running. I, like, I knew about running with the bulls, but I forgot about it. <laughs> Wait, why would you put Spain over Britain? There's way more things, well, at least that I know, to do in Britain. I mean, especially because you speak English. 
Well, that's kind of why I would have that one. Like, Italy would be my first, second would be Spain, third would be Britain, fourth would be France. Because, um, I feel like Spain, I would have, it's a great, yeah, that's just, it's also a romantic place to be, but I feel like it's, from what I can remember, uh, from what I know of, I feel like I probably wouldn't be able to indulge myself with the people and, like, be able to get out there as much. Because I'll just be another tourist who couldn't can't speak another language, since I still can't speak any other language but English. I feel like I'm just going to be stuck there, like, uh, hello? Yeah. That's why I would kind of, like, go through that one at a quick space as well, at a quick pace as well, and just, like, work through it and be like, oh, wow, this is amazing, this is so awesome. I would love to see it at night, though. I feel like it would be beautiful at night. When you say quick pace, what do you do? You mean backpacking? Yeah, basically, like I would be walking through Spain, like finding small places to stay at, exploring everything about it as much as I can, and then I'll just move on to Britain. How much do you think it costs to go backpacking? Honestly, since you're just going to be footing everything, probably not that much. You just need a lot for, like, um, travel expenses, you know? Like, you need a lot for a car or something. And since I know that, I don't think there's a lot of open roads that you would be able to drive around in there, right? Well, I know there's different regulations to get a license out there. Yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't want to drive there. I would probably just rather walk everywhere and just take in the sights. Uh, I'd be open to the idea of backpacking. But, you know, you'd have to have the cash to keep, keep it moving. Yeah, exactly. And then thirdly, Britain, though, I, I just feel like Britain would just be, like, a classy, like a type of high class place where you just stay like a night or something, you know? I mean, I don't see Britain as a classy country anymore. From what, have you seen what? those Vice documentaries? No. Well, like, it's, Britain has a big problem with stabbings. Yeah, it's pretty gang-ridden. Oh, I didn't even think of that, but that's a good connection. <laughs> well, that's also probably why I would save it for my third, though, because it has the history of Jack the Ripper, and I would be able to kind of just, like... Wasn't that the 18th century? Uh, Sherlock's home. What? Wasn't Jack the Ripper in, like, the 18th century? Like, what are you worried about? No, I'm a big fan of, like, Sherlock Holmes, so I could kind of want to just, like, indulge myself in Britain, like, enjoy the scenery, see how, kind of, everything is, maybe fuck up my teeth along with everyone else. Whoa, whoa, kidding, whoa. Kidding. That's a stereotype, that's a stereotype, I'm kidding. To all the British viewers? 
Just kidding, we don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> but we apologize in the future. We apologize in the future, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you're out there listening. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, I don't know. I just think that it would be great for. I feel like Britain would just be great for all these type of sites and stuff, you know? Yeah, the London Maybe Eye. Maybe I'd be able to go on a bridge or something. Buckingham huh? Palace, the London Eye. Yeah. I, I, I would just love to go sightseeing there with someone. I just feel like it would be. A significant know. other or like uh, friends? Honestly, I'm fine with anyone as long as I got someone to share the moment with. I see that. Because that means I have proof with them that we win. From what I heard, um, there's a lot of benefits to traveling alone, like in terms of personal growth. Well, obviously, because you'll have to like you're alone. You gotta think. You gotta like reflect on everything. You're yeah. forced to do so. I just feel like I would like to share this moment with someone though. And take things in. I get what you're trying to say. I'm just trying to throw out a yeah. different point of view. No, no, no. I get, I get your point of view. But I'm not much of a introverted person. And I don't think I would be able to kind of just like go isolate myself from people for a long period just to get personal growth out of me. I mean, you're not isolating yourself because half of traveling is meeting new people. Well, yeah, that's true. But I mean, okay, not isolate myself, but I don't see myself not going out there without someone with me. Because I felt like having someone with me would also help in my help in the encouragement of you're going out there yes let's go well that's exactly what i meant by personal growth like you gotta let go of that safety net and throw yourself out there so you could prove like see that you can make it on your own socially i already do that every day though (laughs) i know but why not try it in another country with different uh cultures and norms because i feel like i'll offend someone though I mean, I'd still be down to do it. I just think, um, I just like sharing the moment, that's all. Like, I'll, I, if it, if I have to go by myself, I'll go by myself. But I just enjoy sharing the moment with people. No, I, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, my teacher always told me, like you brought up earlier, that you don't want to offend anybody. That you should be doing research before you go, because there's many different ways you could offend people that you don't you don't even know about. Oh uh, yes, yeah, I had the same anthropology teacher though. Oh, uh, well, let's not say their names. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's why I said I had the same anthropology teacher because he taught me the same thing. It was a great realization. He has so many amazing stories, and you can, like, I want to be able to share stories like that. Yeah. Hopefully, like, I I feel like every time I say this, like, when the pandemic is over, it feels less and less real, because I don't feel like it's ever going to be over. (laughs) But... No, I understand that. It's just because you... 
Like, do you even think the vaccine is doing anything? Well, I understand it's like the very first trial, so I don't expect them to do much. Yeah, that's true. I kind of don't want to take it, though, because, like, I don't know anything about the side effects. Um, personally, from what I heard, it's just, if you have any allergies, it might give you a, a reaction. But since I don't have any, I'm willing to take it. I, I'm not that afraid. I don't think I have allergies either. But I have seen a bunch of stories that like try to bait people and uh, basically wild them up. Like, oh, this one man got the vaccine twice and he still caught the virus. I mean, they're still uh, working it out. Propaganda. I hate it. I mean, what are you going to do, though? Yeah, that's true. You know... What the? What? I feel like my last two choices for the country. Sorry, I'm I'm going back. I'm going back <laughs> to the topic. <laughs> I feel like my last two choices. I would want to do those places with someone, but the first, th- but the first two or the first three, whichever I chose, for the first, for the first ones, I would. Oh my god, I'm repeating myself, but I'll probably do that one to self-explore by myself. You know. Which countries again? Uh, we said Italy, we said Spain, Britain, and France. So the first two, I would go alone in it, and the last two, I would want someone with me. See, I thought it would be the opposite way, because Spain, I know they speak Spanish, Italy, Italian. But Italian's kind of like a mixture of Spanish in there. I, I would assume yeah. you'd bring someone that's a Spanish speaker, since you know a lot of them. I would not, because I would rather learn it myself and like throw myself in the fire to try to talk with them. Yeah, and like to English speakers, Spanish isn't that difficult to learn compared to like other languages. So I see where you're coming yeah. from. And that's why also Britain and France, I would want someone to be with me. Because I feel like it's just, I, I don't know. That one, I would feel more comfortable enjoying with someone. And also France, I would probably take uh, someone who speaks Spanish there because they have similar words as well. <laughs> what about the Cannes Film Festival? Oh, there's, I forgot, the Venice Film Festival in Italy. That one's just as big. Oh. You know, funny for a psychology major, you're more into films than I am. <laughs> I know, you want to swap? Since you're deep <laughs> into the film credits, I'm deep into the psych credits. Well, just uh, give me your ID. I'll give you mine. Yeah, dude, that definitely works. Like, I'd rather do psych. Honestly, that was going to be cut. my first movie. Originally, my major was going to be psych, but I took an acting class, and I kind of fell in love with acting, so I talked with the counselor about that, and I wanted to um, see if there was any, like, way I should would be able to do that. And, like, you know what the counselor told me? What? They told me, oh, if you want to do acting, get into film, so, like, you'll have more experience for everything else. I got into film, there wasn't much acting. 
and it ruined my chance to get into psych. So I'm just like getting. Now I'm trying to finish in film, the film course, and I'm going to try to branch off into psych. And now I'm, my goal is to become a uh, therapist for actors. Oh, I see that. That's. I, I was about to ask you, like, what are you planning to do then? <laughs> but that's. Wow, I never thought of it that way. What I... about you? I don't, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I entered psych wanting to be, um, to work in asylums to help the criminally insane. Yeah. And like evaluate them. From what I heard, my counselor told me UC San Diego is the perfect institution for it. But I don't know. Like right now I'm in a spot where I don't know where I want to take psychology, but I do know that I want to continue. Oh, that's great, man. But I do, like, I love film, like, with a passion. Everything about movies. Everything. Weren't you a film major at first? Uh, that's, I was gonna, that's how we met, right? Like, film major, I was like, I was, because I think I saw you in a class once. <laughs> yeah, I was a psych major at first, but then I moved on to film, and then when you started attending college, that's when I met you on film, then you moved on to psych. It's funny how our roles got reversed. Yeah, it's the way I want to pursue it. I don't want to do it through a degree. Like, I've been learning a lot off YouTube, and that's where I've been growing my skills. Do you really trust YouTube? I mean, there's a lot of directors that I follow that have, like, done it traditionally. Like, they learn by themselves just by watching movies. That's how they learn. Oh, you're talking about movies. I thought you were talking about psychology. Oh, no. That's... I'm giving out therapy through a van. Parked out in the Walmart. (laughs) They're like, you know what? Sounds like you have to dump her. It's a toxic relationship. You know what's funny, though? A lot of the directors, they all, like, have... I know that some directors have majored in psychology before and like other stuff too and then they got into movie making they didn't necessarily like start off in film they just got into it later on after they got their degrees and everything uh that's what i was thinking as well like there's a lot of psychology that's not talked about in movies like when you understand a character and like their thought process and their motivations and yeah it might come in handy in the future who knows Oh, it definitely will. Everything you can learn always comes in handy. Doesn't matter what it is. Don't know how to start a fire? Now you do. Oh, look at that. I'm stranded in the woods. Now I'm going to freeze to that. Nope, I know how to start a fire. This guy. Do you know how to use a compass? <laughs> Not really. Mm. Kind of. I just know that you always go north. I was about to say that, like, when we planning a camping trip with uh, the student government? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been fun. Oh, uh, also, if you don't know, if you don't have a compass, know that moss always grows to the east side. No, I heard that's a myth. Doesn't moss grow to the east side? Mm, 
I remember seeing a video that debunked it because the guy turned his camera around like, oh, look, it's facing every other way. <laughs> But I don't think so. I do know that you can make your own compass by putting a stick like straight up. And then whatever, wherever the line stands, you draw a mark. And then you wait 15 minutes and draw another mark. And in between it should be um, where you have to go. Oh, yeah, it is a myth. It is a myth. I looked it up. Please, nobody come to us for legitimate advice. We're not liable. Also, also, the one that you're talking about, you just put a stick in the ground? Yeah, and then you mark the shadows after 15 minutes. Point A and point B. Because the oh. sun comes out in the east and it sets the in the west. Oh. Yeah, that's true. So you would have to make a mark every 15 minutes? How would you time that, though? Oh, yeah. I'm, ass I'm assuming you'd have a watch in the situation. <laughs> so make sure you have a watch, everybody. Very important. <laughs> oh, it, it's been like 15 minutes. And in reality, three minutes have passed. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would make a great video. We're lost in the woods. And we're like, damn. Okay, okay. So we, we know how to make a compass, right? Mm -hmm. We stick it in the... We stick it in the ground. We're both like, okay, has it been 15 minutes yet? It's been 15, right? <laughs> Literally, it's been only three minutes have passed. And we're like, all right, all right, make another line. This <laughs> guy. <laughs> I, I, like, my first instinct when someone said, like, you're lost, what do you do? Was to make a fire because, you know, it's a universal symbol. Symbol for SOS. Mm -hmm. And I would assume someone would find it and then come looking for us. But that's just me. I don't know. How did we get here? Were we talking about our uh, majors? <laughs> but we're just talking about playing on survival now. <laughs> if anybody's asking, this is what my essays look like. like we're talking oh, about. Wait, you know what? You know what? You're actually right. We would be able to tell that the time has passed because the shadow would be different. Yep. Like, it would be in a different position. So we can just, like, mark it down there. We'd be arguing about some dumb stuff, like McDonald's Sprite <laughs> or the Burger King Fanta because they, they both taste different. <laughs> Goes on for an hour. <laughs> Dude, imagine you're just talking, time flies by so fast, and you're back in the same shadow position. And you're like, wait. I think we just restarted. Hold up, we gotta wait again. We wait till it gets dark. And like, oh, we lost the chance. <laughs> Our opportunity's gone. No, but your 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 logic actually works. On what? And also, how the hell do people tell time by tracking the sun's position? Remember the you know that sundial that the Mayans used? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming it's based on that. Well, the, the thing is, though, like, some people just look up at the sun, right? And they're like, oh, it's this time. I'm just like, how did they do that? I don't know. I, I don't know. 
Wait, uh, I do know Golden Hour is very like bright? noticeable. No, because it's not bright. It's just the right amount of light. That's why photographers tend to use it. Oh, oh look at that photography knowledge here. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's weird. When you told me that you're not that into film, but you're a good editor, like you have a pretty extensive skill set. I was thinking like, oh, he's pretty in-depth and he's a film major. Like he must be on the same level. But no, like you threw me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I was more into type. Like I even did um, self-studies. I would, get, I would get psychology books everywhere I could and just read them. Yeah, we're, we're on the other side of the pond for each one. <laughs> like I learned so much on my own. That I felt like I would, I even, you know, how, what? I did help some um, of my friends who were psych majors. I did help them with some of their papers. And, like, I would overlook it and be like, okay, so did you make sure it makes sense like this and this? And, like, I don't know. I would, like, approve it or disapprove it. And I was like, oh. And I would also like to um, do... I would also like to help them with their homework because it would also be teaching me how they're learning in class, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I found that fun. <laughs> so, do you feel like you own a part of their degree? Like, when they graduate, you're a little bit of a psych bachelor? No. Legalities won't work that way. I'll be like, oh, I'm a little bit of a psych major because I helped them with their homework once. No, it'll still be called fraud in the lives of the law. You'd be that Walmart psychiatrist. Yeah, it'll be like, they'll be telling me I would be practicing, I would be doing malpractice of psychology. Oh, hi, welcome to my, welcome to my office. I'm like behind the dumpster at Walmart. <laughs> Did you uh, see so um, that one kid who opened up a whole practice facility? And was like handing out prescriptions and all that, but then he got debunked as a fake doctor. Like he forged his degree, so and it really? turned out he was fifteen years old at the time. What the hell? Yeah, but I'm gonna make like you know what made it all made sense when I saw the headline what? in Florida. I'm like, oh, anything goes down in Florida. <laughs> anything. Oh, did you see that um thing about where it was saying Florida man has a new challenger because they said this guy was in a different state and he did something crazy too? I think it was Nebraska. Yeah, like Nebraska man. <laughs> something like that. Oh, wait, I looked up Florida man versus and what came up was Russian man, Polish man, Australian man. <laughs> I believe Russia. I was going to say Alabama, but I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. That's funny. There's so many crazy 